Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raf. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rath. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches in college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we are back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Tuesday, June 27th. Nice work. Thank you. I was I was trying to remember the date. Can you believe, like, we're, like, over halfway through the year? I know. This year's, like, flying by. It is going quick. It is going crazy fast. This week is actually going fast. It's only Tuesday, but here we are, Tuesday. And we are back, folks, and go Tigers. Go Tigers. I was on the airplane uh, a couple weeks ago when they were coming up. He goes, yeah, we're like Omaha, no, Omaha, Omaha, Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge, no. Instead of saying Baton Rouge North, yeah. Baton Rouge, no. Baton Rouge, no. <laughs> go Tigers. <laughs> go Tigers. A lot of LSU last night, gentlemen. LSU. Lots of LSU last night. It was 18 to 4. They get it done. Um, you guys want to know a, a pretty, pretty glaring statistic here? With runners on base and with two outs in the game, okay, in the in whatever inning, Florida 0 for 9 mm. with two outs at the mm. plate. Yeah. LSU 11 for 19, which is good for a 580 batting average. Decent little two, clip. With two outs. That's why. Right, and, and I, I heard Coach tell the statistic that it's just shocking when I heard it last night as well. 18 runs scored, 18 runners left on base. <laughs> mm. And they mm. left 18 mm. runners on, but still scored 18, 18 runs. runs. That's crazy. And then you look at it too: the um, College World Series, all the way up until those last two games, the most runs scored in a game were seven. Mm-hmm. And in the last two, you have a 24 spot and a 18 spot. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a lot of runs. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, one of the one of the best College World Series. I can remember, obviously, shorter, shorter time than than maybe you guys. But I, I, I mean, one of the best that I can remember. There, I tweeted this out yesterday on the run differential in the College World Series this season. Mm-hmm. 
And so basically this year, eight games have been decided by one run. Four games were decided by two or three runs. Three games, now four games, I should say, are were decided by four or more runs. Two of those, the last two games, right? So you go into the – they ended up walking off. They won the first one 2-0, to zero, I think, because it was the walk-off home run that with the runner on base. So LSU wins. So going into the, the championship series, the three-game championship series, eight games decided by one run three games decided by two or three runs and three games decided by four or more runs. I mean, it's, it's just the, and two games went to extra innings. It, it was, it was a really, really good college world series. When you have 12 of your 16 games decided by three runs or fewer, mm-hmm. it, it makes for good TV. Yeah, it was, um, <clears throat> this is, I'm curious of what the, cause they said they, they broke attendance records. Oh, as yeah. far as told, I'm wondering what that. We'll love to check that out. Uh, what that was because it was just um, looking at the stands the past three nights: Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday. And uh, mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon, if you would, it was packed out. And you've seen logos from other schools too. I mean, people there just enjoy yeah. watch baseball, man. Um, I was laughing last night, and they're talking about LSU, their stadium down in Baton Rouge, holding like twelve thousand people. Yeah, they're like, mm-hmm. looks like there might be more than twelve thousand here tonight. I think the entire stadium, except for a little batch was all lsu fans last night yeah they travel was, well they they travel very well man it was good for the, it was good for the state it was good for the city you know i was thinking about this you guys this is gonna obviously want to talk more cws if the college world series wasn't here where else do you think it would be because hmm. nebraska obviously the state we're centrally located we're right in the middle of the united states uh regards to where you're coming from east coast west coast pretty much same distance north and south as well where would what, if you if you could decide? Obviously, we want. I'm going to keep it here. Yeah. What would be your, your second place to go? I'll tell you where mine would be at. If it wasn't here, I'd go to Indy probably. But I don't know Indianapolis is what their outside mm. facilities are like, though. Yeah, you'd have to. That's the thing is you got to find a place. Whether it's a minor league ballpark or KC. Yeah, yeah, KC. KC is probably what I would do with that. Probably where that's probably one. that's probably what'll happen is I'd go Kansas to Kansas City. Will build their downtown ballpark. They'll keep Kaufman out there, and then Kaufman will make a run for yeah. the. College World Series well, and steal it away from Omaha. So, uh. so you talked about the the attendance record, and that's what that's what makes this interesting because that that conversation has come up in the recent years of like, is Omaha really the place for it? Is is did TD Amer the idea to build TD Ameritrade Park at the time now Charles Schwab Field was it to make it more of a corporate feel to make it to give it this feel that it has now was it a mistake? And up to this season, I think you would say it, it wasn't working as well. They they have an attendance record of three hundred and ninety two thousand nine hundred and forty six fans attended the College World Series How many? this year. Three hundred and ninety two thousand nine hundred and forty six. That's plenty. That's averaging. Wow. I think I read it. It was averaging like twenty four thousand a, yeah. a, a game. Three hundred ninety two thousand people. Yeah. So mm. um, here, I think I believe I believe Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald was the one that. That gave the average. Okay, so here we go. The College World Series sets a new attendance record for a third straight June. This year's event drew 392,946 people across 16 games, making the per-game average 24,559, which is a men's College World Series record as well. Wow. Last night's game alone was 24,878. The capacity... 24,000 mm, mm, capacity of mm, Charles Schwab yeah. is 24. So 
you're talking about a sellout game on average. Wow. You, you, you're not going to want to move it after yeah. that. So this is good for, I for think, Omaha. Yeah, as much it, as Omaha has done for I mean, that stadium down there is for the College World Series. I mean, Creighton can claim yeah. it as their home. But at the end of the day, they that ain't state, put twelve thousand in there, let alone twenty four. That stadium <laughs> yeah. was built for the College World oh, Series, yeah. absolutely. And then I, I was wondering too, if they decided they wanted to add seats onto there, you know, you could technically out in right field, maybe close that street down between the Blatt Bar, and you could build more outfield seats if they wanted more. Yeah, but then you're getting far. Like you're you're far away from the action. Yeah. That's well, they just got to build up, build up. I suppose so. Um, but no, I, I mean, last night's game. It, it was a little bit disappointing how it unfolded. Yeah, I wanted, to see a, I wanted to see a closer game, man. Um, <laughs> however, it's it's. I mean, I I didn't call it. I just simply said I think LSU is going to win, but I wanted L, uh, uh, Florida to win. And man, LSU just came out just blazing, man. Yeah. I mean, just blazing, and they were not Tommy uh, Tommy Tommy Tank. They kept showing his pops, yeah. you know, and over again. And um, it was just it was just one of those nights to where. They- What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. They just the bats got hot, and that, that stat the coach said again. I repeat that, Nick left eighteen on the base. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing is when when, we, when Rico and I talked to Leah Van of of the Advocate from Baton Rouge yesterday. That's one thing that she said that they needed to avoid and needed to change was that they were leaving too many runners on base. That they needed to make sure that they got runners in. Well, here's the deal: is they did that, and they still left a, an insane amount of guys on base. Mm-hmm. They they did their job. Um, and, and, you know, you had the pitching to go with it after Thatcher Hurd lets up a two-run home run early in, in the first inning. And yeah. then from the – he after the first two batters, guys, where he allowed two hits, didn't allow a single hit yeah, he locked until, it down. He, until he exited the game in the top of the mm-hmm. seventh. Yeah. I mean, you, you just want to talk about – that's limiting damage. That's mm-hmm. when you talk yeah. about – I mean, if, if, if LSU wouldn't have been able to record 24 hits and they end up losing that game 2-0 to zero, – that's not on Thatcher Hurd. That's right. on your offense for their inability to execute at all. Yeah. And you you look at it too. Their their strong mental game that they played last night because when they hit that two run home run, your first thought of a lot of teams are like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, and that they yeah. were able to you know keep their mental state. And I think also too having a day game on Sunday was huge for LSU because that game. It, I mean, it was over in like the what the fifth, the fourth, fifth inning. Last, on Sunday, we nailed that grand slam and made it seven three. That was what fifth inning or fourth it, inning? It was right around that yeah. area. Yeah. And so by they by the time that game got over, they'd already pretty much washed it out of their heads. Even though the game was still going, that was over. They 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 adjusted to it. Hey, we got beat. It happens. Yep. And and the coach kept on stressing that hey, it's not doesn't matter if the score is at the end of the day. It's still one one. Yep. So you're yeah. not. And they had the chance and they had that night to you know I didn't even so much deal with it. Just get over it and flesh yep. it. Flesh it. And they flushed it. And, and a whole day to, to, to just decompress it again yesterday. Yep. Yeah. And I think that was huge. And that, that was – Jay Johnson, the LSU head coach, had some analogy that he used where it was, listen, I, I feel like we, we, we got blown out, but at the end of the day, it's just 1-1. One, one. It's 1-1. One, one. And he goes, that's just what we told the guys. Is it's just 1-1. One, one. Nobody, nobody's going to look back at that game, too, and go, oh, wow, LSU lost 24-4. to 
they shouldn't be national champions because guess what? If you take care of business on on Monday night, which they did, yep. you forget about Saturday. Yeah, we're, quick. we're yeah. not that. That's a fluke. That's mm-hmm. a drop in the bucket from yeah. how you performed to get the here. entire season. Mm-hmm. This is this LSU team was preseason number one. They had insane amount of expectations when it came to pitching, when it came to hitting, when it came to all facets of the game. And they, they end up they were number one for a good chunk of the year until they lost a weekend series. Then they then Wake Forest kind of takes that crown. LSU then in the men's college world series is one game away from elimination and right. finds themselves in a dog fight in their elimination game. They beat Tennessee to stay alive. Mm-hmm. And then hey, no this isn't a short task here. But you got to beat Wake Forest, who took number one in the country from you during the regular season. Yeah. You have to beat them not once, but twice. Twice. And one time is against their starting pitcher, who's going to be a top 15 pick in the, in the draft next mm-hmm. month. And they did it. And then it's, hey, you have to beat, with a 22-mile-an-hour wind heading out to center field, you have to beat this Florida Gators team that has hit more home runs this season than any other team in the country. Yeah. And they did it two out of three times. They they. We always talk about doing the unthinkable and the impossible as a Cinderella team. Mm-hmm. But every time like a situation like this happens, whether it's Alabama football, whether it's LSU baseball, it's how difficult it was to handle and still exceed those expectations yep. when you are the preseason number one team. Because yep. we saw it last year with Tennessee baseball. They didn't even make the College World Series. Yeah, yeah. And I was also I was, I was wondering, too, this College World Series, you know, we talked, you know, one of the better ones. Was that the best collection of players in a finals matchup in the history of the College World Series? Because you're looking at the top probably three picks in the draft. Then you're looking at the other players that aren't even eligible yet because I, there are a couple pitchers out there that they're um, – the guy that has the the crazy um, split-fingered fastball. Yeah. Why, uh, oh, my gosh, the split-finger. Um, is it Caglione? No, or for LSU. It, it was the one. It was the one yesterday. I think, or was it? Was it the first night? I can't remember. But I can't remember. But, but I was thinking about you know the college world series. I haven't been to a ton of them, but I've been to some. Mm-hmm. And I think about there was like I remember one year we went like Phil Nevin was that guy. There's always like that one guy, maybe one or two guys. But it felt like that t- both teams were littered with guys that I you'd think they're even talking about. Skeens might possibly be like if he can get drafted by a playoff contender in the Major League Baseball yeah. that he might play a factor later in the year. Well, that's what that's what Brandon Finnegan did back with uh, TCU and the Kansas City Royals is that he was pitching in the College World Series and then that very same fall in October and November he was pitching for the Royals in the World Series. Yeah. And so um, I want to address this unnamed texter says Nick obvious hindsight is twenty twenty but you and Austin were saying the other day that you have to throw Skeens Sunday still think they should have thrown Skeens first of all. Not me. It was Rico and Austin. I was not. <laughs> I was not in that conversation. I I also am very much not in the boat that you had to throw Skeens Sunday. No. I was really, really glad to see the LSU staff handle Skeens the way they did. Yep. I said it yesterday that I didn't think he should have started yesterday, and mm-hmm. because you want to ask him, hey, get us four innings. Don't get us six innings. Get us through innings four through seven. And we'll be okay, right? Because once again, if you can't manufacture any runs the second or third time through the lineup seeing the same guy for Florida, then you don't deserve to really win a baseball game. And so that way, last night, I guarantee you part of the message that Thatcher heard was, hey, get us nine outs. Get us nine or 12 outs, Mm -hmm. and we're going to be okay. You did your job. And he exceeded those expectations, and he did more than he was asked. Big time. But 
you know that kind of confidence is telling your pitcher, hey, we understand that's your herd. You're a bullpen guy usually. Get us nine or 12 outs. Yep. Do what you normally yep. do, and we'll piece this thing together because we got a guy in Paul Skeens behind you. But, hey, Thatcher Hurd exceeded the expectations. Yes, he did. Skeens was able to to save his arm. I am very much not a fan of him throwing on Sunday, yep. even if it is – I don't I don't like that at all because arm care and he's got well, I was a like point seven at the end of the game bonus waiting for him when they were up like 10 to 2 and it still looked like he might still come into the game just to kind of just to say like a goodbye to LSU I was like yeah nah, don't do it don't don't even don't even he said his goodbyes already yeah, yeah. don't even tempt yeah. it and he's done enough he's done enough he's so done it was enough. pretty wild when he left and they came walking through the tunnel under the dugout and say all right they're not gonna pitch him and I was no. like they kind of like that deep breath where you're just like not oh, good, it. you know, so you didn't have to worry about that. Then it was just like, be careful of the dog pile. Well, yeah. speaking of that, Unknown Texture says, I've heard that Raff and the mayor of North Platte are never allowed in the same dog pile. Continuity of government and all. <laughs> yeah. What was it? What was it? What was, <laughs> what was it? What was it? What was, oh, I forgot the TV show with Kiefer Sutherland where, where he becomes president. Oh, I can't It'll remember. hit. Horns down, Raff did not play for the Oscar. He played semi-pro ball and coach pro ball. How many, how many teams did you coach, man? Uh, I coached two. Coached two of them? Oh, and I played professional football, AD. Oh, my God. Sorry. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> a Hall of Famer. Oh, and I'm a Hall of Famer now. I am a Hall of Famer. Gosh, I've done it all. <laughs> coach Solich asked me to help coach 2004 Liberty Bowl. Please send us Didn't a break. get a ring on that break, one. Break, please. Immediately. Didn't get a ring. Immediately. Immediately. You're Thanks. the one that sends us to break. Thanks, Eli Manning. Go to break now. Thanks, we'll Eli be back. Manning. We're going to break. It's the drive. Thanks, Eli. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.